Welcome back to Passion for Progress podcast episode number two. In the last episode, we spoke about Fraser's story, so if you haven't already checked that out, make sure to go and do so. And today we're going to be discussing Charlie's story, and we're going to jump straight into it today. So tell me a little bit about yourself, where did it first start, the journey, like how long it's been? So first of all, probably started when I was at college, so I pretty much thought that to be successful, to do something, do well in life kind of thing. It was kind of drilled into me that I had to go to university. Um, so yeah, I went to university, started at Manchester Met and I believe September 2017, it would have been. Started in September 2017 doing computer science at Manchester Met. So I started there, really enjoyed it to start off with, really enjoyed the social life. I'm such a chatterbox, as you can probably tell, and I do love going out. Um, so yeah, the first two weeks there were absolutely amazing. I think it got into the course, um, doing computer science, and it was quickly sort of realised that this maybe isn't for me. I was starting to sort of dislike the course, to be honest, and just go to the gym more than actually go to uni. Don't get me wrong, I was still doing my work. Um, the bare was, minimum. Yeah, I was doing the bare minimum. Yeah, you're right. I was doing the bare minimum, but just so, so I could say to my parents kind of thing, yeah, I'm doing it, I'm fine, I'm, I'm getting the right grades, so I'll just stay. But deep down, I think I knew that I didn't want to be there and I was just sort of there for the, I guess it's like social acceptance. I remember when my brother came down and I told you what he said. Yeah. My brother came down and I'll never forget this. He literally said to me, I know why you're at uni. And I was like, why? And he was like, so you can say you're at uni. And yeah. it sounds so simple and so weird, but that's, that was the truth. Yeah. And just touching upon that, I feel like a lot of people nowadays or young people feel like maybe they need to go to uni like you felt you did to yeah. to do well and yeah. to be seen as a successful Success. person yeah. yeah it like it is and it is drilled into a college isn't it but if you don't go to uni like i remember my computer science teacher just literally saying to me like charlie you're, you're behind on this assignment if you don't get to uni basically your life's gonna end like it was pretty much like that that's dramatic yeah. but it yeah, was basically yeah, yeah. like if i don't go i'm screwed yeah yeah and i think that's what i felt and um, 90% of my mates were going, so I thought I've got to go. So anyway, obviously I went, and yeah, it got to the point where I was just like, I don't rate this, but what do I say? And I was getting quite upset about it, and that's when I, I did kind of like break down to my my mum, my nan, and my brother, and that's when my brother said that. And I think that was the day that I just thought, I can't do this. Yeah, you made that decision. Yeah, my mum wanted to take me home there, and then um, I met a proper best mate, and I met quite a lot of people there, but best mate Joe there as well, and I think he was the main reason I didn't, didn't, just, didn't just leave straight away. Yeah, okay. Um, but I did leave, I did end up leaving, and I was literally, it's just funny, I was walking on the treadmill, and I remember I was turning the client up there, I was literally just staring out the window, like I was basically breaking down the treadmill, and I just I just walked outside, and you know, you just know, I just thought, that is it, I don't know, I can't just... Yeah, yeah, you hit a wall, and then you know that. Yeah, that. I just phoned my mum, and I said, I literally can't do it anymore, like, this is it, I'm, I'm done. So, dropped out, come home, um, and... It, I kind of went to the stage where like, I was probably a bit down, my mum would probably say depressed, that's what she said when I got home, I was probably a bit depressed. When I was at uni, I didn't want to go out my room or do anything, so I guess that kind of is. Yeah, um, definitely. And I got home, and the first thing I wanted to do was sort of flip this around. I didn't want to see anyone, first of all. I just had this massive thing of embarrassment, I think. I felt like an absolute failure. I felt like everyone's still at uni, Charlie's dropped out, what an idiot. Um, that's basically what I felt like. So to sort of obviously start turning it around, I actually went back to Next, where I used to work, the day after I got back, I went straight there, drove for myself, and um, went, to my, went to my old manager, and just said, look, please, can I have a job? And the legend she was, um, I think she like made me a contract up or something, and I just got the job back straight away. Right there and then. There and then, yeah. So I literally started working there like two days later at Next, 
Um, just going gym, just chilling out, just kind of finding myself, I guess. And then um, I saw you on Instagram pretty much. Yeah, that was it. Out. Yeah. So from the point of you leaving uni, what month was that? That was March, yes, March. March 2018. 2018. Yeah. You got the job at Next. Literally days later, yeah. And you were working there, what, part-time? Yeah, I was, work- I was working there part-time, but Luke, my best mate, was a manager there. Um, so I was basically doing a manager's contract. I would mirror all of his, all of his uh, ah, okay. hours. And then, the so you were there for, what, three months, maybe? And then yeah. you messaged me. Now, did, before you messaged me, did you did you see him on Instagram for a few months and then thought, I'm going to message him? Or was see, it yeah, just the I point think- of- I was I was at next. I was training loads. Um, now again, I see my mates at pub and things like that. And a lot of my mates, my close mates, um, like Zach, were basically saying to me, they all knew that I wanted to do something with fitness. But I think I just was a wuss, to be honest with you. Like I just didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But I loved the gym. I think I kind of devalued myself before. I can't do anything like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, because I was into fitness so much, I started following you. I can't exactly remember how, but I followed you because obviously you were doing something I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, personal training, and I followed you, and then I was in in pure gym one night with my brother. Harvey comes into it again, and um, I was just I was looking at your profile, and you were with Eman, who I've been following for ages. Yeah. Um, so obviously Eman's like a really successful entrepreneur, as we said in the last episode. Yeah. Um, and I was obviously like, Jesus Christ, this guy. I think this guy's local. I followed him. He's doing sick. He looks like it. And he's a V-man. And I was like, what? So I messaged you, didn't I? Yeah. Harvey pushed me to, to be fair. I said, do I message him? Do I not? Like I always do with anything. Yeah, overthink it. I overthink it. it. <laughs> and then, fortunately, you got Harvey pushing you. To yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, you messaged me. And then, going back to what we said in the last episode, I was a bit like, this is in regards to mentorship. I didn't really know whether to take you on. Or, like, yeah. you wanted me to mentor you, and I, I've never mentored anyone before. But Bob, my one of my first mentors, he then nudged me to, to mentor you. And yeah. then from there, what was the next sort of steps? So see, I then said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We had a call. And what was the next sort of few steps or the mindset shift? Or what was the first sort of thing that you felt like I taught you? Or yeah, yeah. what was the next sort think, of part of the journey? To be fair, the first, the first and the probably biggest thing you taught me, which sounds so simple, is like, feel like you just have a very big belief in yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, a, in a very good way yeah. and a positive way. And I was just, I think it's because I was dropped out of uni, I was probably still pretty down, still felt like a failure. I was literally, I, I'd see, see people, see family, and I'd be, I'd be thinking, oh, they're just thinking he dropped out, he's, what is he doing? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, he dropped out, he's working in the shop. Nothing wrong with that, working in the shop. Yeah. But like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I was going to be this programmer, and now I was just, not really doing much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Back to where I was, back back to where I started. I think that's the problem. I was working in the shop and I went, and I went, and I'm back where I started. Um, so yeah, that's just you obviously. And then it was yeah, the belief belief in yourself was the first thing. And the reason it's funny you say you believe because when I asked that question, I had the word belief in my head that you were going to say that, and it's, <laughs> it's funny you said that because I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, obviously that sort of mindset shift, that sort of new belief system to like. What you can achieve. Yeah. Um. What would you say is the next steps after that? Sort of. Obviously, yeah. belief and mindset being one of the most important things. Probably yeah. the most important thing. Definitely. Yeah. So it was, it was the belief in myself. You. I remember there be times I'm here. So obviously, basically, obviously, we had the call, didn't we? We discussed. Well, you. I was like, I don't know if it's digital marketing. I really wanna build my own business. You're like, what are you passionate about? And I was like, fitness, going gym. You're like, well, do it. And obviously, like I said, the past couple of mates have said it to me, being like, well, why don't you do this? And I kind of pushed it off just because I wasn't confident enough and I didn't really want, didn't really want to confident enough to say I want to do it. Do you know what I mean? And you were the first person to be like, well, I'm doing it. 
do it. Like, I can yeah. teach you how, basically, you were like, I can teach you how to do it, so let's do it, kind of thing, weren't you? Yeah, you had that sort of limiting belief there that yeah, literally. you couldn't do that, when really yeah. you could, and it's the same for anyone listening to this, like, there is no reason you can't do what me and Charlie have done, or even start a business in something else you're passionate about, because yeah. I think a lot of young people, going back to what you said about uni, and I remember you said you, you dropped out, and you were worried that everyone thought you were a failure, yeah. when it's not that deep, like, no one is really spectating yeah, exactly. that much, yeah. like, everyone or should be focusing on their own journey, yeah. so... Yeah, I, I don't think young people should overthink and I think they should just obviously go for what they are passionate about because yeah. I've done that, you've done that and going back to what I said in the last podcast, when you're passionate about something, you put energy into it. When you yeah. put energy into it, normally you do well at it. Yeah, so, exactly but uh, yeah, after, after obviously the, uh, you sort of picked up the belief, the new belief systems, yeah. what would you say are the next sort of steps? I know there were certain books I told you to yeah, read yeah, and... So, First, I think the first book I actually think was Miracle Morning. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was obviously The Secret is the big one. The Secret, yeah. if you haven't read that, check that out. Um, but the first one was Miracle Morning. And I actually think that book, if you're in like a down state or anything like that, I think that's a big, big book to read. Because it, it made me get up earlier, first of all. Yeah. It made me write grateful lists, all those sort of things. Um, it does take to meditate as well. I'm not, I'm not meditate, sure. read, um, like gratitude. Yeah, really, um, gratitude is a big one. It's basically a book about starting, setting your day up right, and if you win the first hour of your day, then your chances are the rest of the day is going to follow and you're going to win the whole day. Yeah. So, um, so that, was, that was the big one. That was a big one. And then the next, would you say, The, the Secret? The Secret has to be, yes. The Secret's all about, it's very spiritual, isn't it? Very spiritual. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird one. Like I, I think I said in the last episode that it's, it's a little bit out there. Yeah, definitely. And... You've just got to sort of read it or listen to it and accept it and go with it. And it definitely sort of pays off. It's that sort of, again, that mindset shift that you attract what you feel what and you, you yeah what you give and, and you pull that into your life. So if you're feeling down and you don't want to... If, if you've got your head down and you're looking at your feet and you're not looking for opportunity and everything's rubbish and everything will be rubbish. Like if you get out of bed in the morning and you knock your foot and you have a bad foot and then you, you're, you're mad at yourself and you're mad for the rest of the day and it just has a spiral effect yeah. and then someone crashes into the back of you on the way to work, that's all just sort of linked and it's this whole energy of just... Bad energy. Yeah, bad energy. Or you can flip it around and do the opposite, which yeah. obviously now we... Yeah, we kind of... We do. do like and before, going back to what you were saying earlier about sort of you were at uni like a bit depressed, didn't want to leave your room, speak to anyone. And that was me when I was accounting. Yeah. And we both felt like we were stuck. Yeah. And literally. it was the the secret, but the opposite. So we were sort of attracting the the, the bad into our yeah, life yeah. because we didn't have that good energy. Yeah, we, we were blaming everyone, everyone else. Blaming everyone else. Yeah, we're literally blaming everyone else. Yeah. And we were taking zero responsibility. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely think them two... Two books are key. Was there any? Was there? Was there? Yeah, I was trying to think about the books. So it was a secret miracle morning. Where else did I read back then? They were the two big ones. They were the two one. The two books that stand out. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Start with why is quite a good book as well. Start with why. Uh, I didn't read that. Quite Rich Dad Poor Dad. That that was. And Rich Dad Poor Dad in terms of money, yeah, there's quite a few books there. Yeah. Um, already, but that was the, They were the big ones in terms of the belief, like you're saying, and how it all started. Um, definitely the secret is a big one, yeah. So. Okay, cool. So in regards to we. So you've you've left uni, you've messaged me. I've now sort of recommended books, um, giving you this new belief system, and 
sort of pushing you in the direction of fitness and what you're passionate about, then what was the next step after after you messaged me? Because you're yeah, still at Next so, at this point. Yeah, I'm still at Next. So I think I obviously started getting more active on social media. So again, because I was such an overthinker and such a wuss, oh, I didn't really post anything, did I, to be honest? No, nah, yeah, I remember that. Like, you were, like, just Instagram in general, you just overthink everything. Yeah. This was, not now, this is obviously back like two yeah, years yeah, ago, yeah. everything was like, oh, I don't know how to post that, just in case like yeah. someone might think I'm, I'm a bit of an idiot yeah, or like, or, yeah, and these yeah. were like just normal posts on, on Instagram, like nothing to overthink. But back then it was that, so it was just about, a different mindset. I was worried about what everyone else thought, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah. I was too worried about them rather than myself. Yeah, That's let's talk about that quickly because how big of a, a thing would you say that is when sort of moving forward and progressing, like yeah, not big, caring? A big one, yeah. And I think I still struggle with it a little bit now sometimes. Like yeah. it's good I'm around you because you're very good at just looking at your own vision and forgetting other things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, what I say now, like everyone just if, if you just focus on your own path and, and forget what other people are doing, forget what other people are saying, then it's just easy, it's less stress, like if you're just bothered yeah. about what you're doing and yourself, then then chances yeah. are you're gonna move forward. Yeah, I think that was a big one because obviously that that made me stop worrying about what other people were thinking about me, about being a failure and dropping out of uni and what an idiot and all this. And it just gave me the belief in that tunnel vision to be like, I'm gonna train people. If you've done it, you literally said to me, oh, I remember I'd be in here and you'd yeah. be like, yeah, this is it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's mad, but I don't know why I would say this now because I've never said this now. Yeah. But it's the opposite now. You like, literally switched me. Yeah, like, I, I remember we were in here, weren't we? And I literally said, like, but, but you train people, like, why would anyone, why don't I want me to train them? Like, I literally said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, all right. So I think you said that and then we were on a walk one day and you said it more than once. You said, but why, like, you said, but why would people come to me for them to train me? Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, totally like you, you had this again. It's a limiting belief that you had yeah. that I had to sort of break down for you and talk to you. Like, why wouldn't they come to you? If anything, yeah, yeah. they could come to you more because what we do is a private setting. There's not other people in the gym, and, yeah. and that's a huge thing nowadays. Is people worried about pe- people are worried. Me. People don't want to go to the gym because they're worried about. Are they doing it right? That group yeah. of people over there looking at them and maybe think like no no one cares, but like everyone is worried yeah. because they if haven't anything, had that experience. I literally just thought of this. But if anything, I was attracting people that resonated with me. Because I was worried about other people looking at me. Yeah. And I'm yeah. training people in a private gym that they're probably coming to me because they're worried about other people looking at them. Yeah, yeah. I've actually just actually just clicked. Yes. <laughs> Good point to be fair. <laughs> Good point to be fair, but yeah, I remember we had that conversation. You said, Why would people come to me? and then yeah. I sort of had to, I was like, Well, people come to me, so why wouldn't they come to you? Yeah, no, and now it took a bit of time for me to get over it, didn't it? But I was it like, It took a little while, and now I'm like the opposite, Do you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. I feel like the first sort of would you say six months, maybe, yeah, yeah, was like just, yeah, it was, it was mainly like just belief, yeah, like, 100%. The first six months of you mentoring me was literally really accountability and belief, I, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, like you literally set yourself to do it, and I do it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And now, like you're, how different is your mindset to when we f- yeah, first ever met? Different. Like yeah. it's the, it's the opposite, I'd say. Yeah, and um, we're not, we're not saying like don't care about what people think in like a cocky way, like oh look at me, like yeah, nah. like I don't care what they like. We we don't mean it in a cocky way. We we just mean like just focus on yourself. Yeah, just focus on yourself. There's nothing wrong with that, and. um I don't think that does come across cocky and not caring what people think is just, I feel like everyone should, should um, definitely yeah. do that. 
but it comes across in different ways as well. So some people like even like even we've done. I would say we both sat for us a lot of time in terms of we PT so such late at night. Like all my mates would be down the pub, especially when I was starting up. I, like I wasn't anything. I didn't have many clients and stuff, but I would still be at the gym at ten pm. Like when I was working on yeah, science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go into that. Let's yeah, go into like that. sacrificing. And yeah. I was even then I was probably worried about my mates for like oh, I was worried like I'll probably be worried I'm gonna lose my mates and stuff because I'm because I'm putting so much time and energy into trying to build a business and trying to trying to prove people wrong basically is my what I would still think of now. Yeah. Because I dropped out of uni. Yeah. Like, okay. I was putting so much energy into proving people wrong and being like and I still do now and yeah. I always will but <laughs> sort of like putting so much energy into that I was I was worried I was I was overthinking that as well that I was sacrificing time with my mates and stuff but now I kind of realise. If I'm happy in my job and I'm happy what I'm doing, then those times I do see my mates will be better because I'm happy in myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like if I was still at uni, I wouldn't have good times with my mates because I'd be down. With it. I wouldn't like exactly. it. I wouldn't enjoy it. Exactly, and I feel like we both used to live for the weekend yeah. or live for going 100%. out, and now we literally say we'll go to like. I remember it used to be a Sunday, and I'd get down because tomorrow's Monday, and I've got five days at work yeah. or six days at work, and that Sunday evening was just a very down point and every single day of the week I'd get closer to the weekend I'd get a little bit happier because it meant going out yeah, and yeah. now it's the opposite like Sunday we're excited for Monday because like we want to have a good Monday to win the rest of our week sort of thing so again it's just a, a different mindset shift now moving on to obviously you're at Next and yeah. then obviously you, you got a job at a fitness superstore was that before site or was it site yeah first? so now nah, site first so obviously we we obviously come into the fact we were like right it's pt in the last episode yeah i started pt in here didn't i so you yeah. started taking a car i started pt in here instead of going to a gym because you said don't need to go to a gym you can do it through social media i want to teach you how to do it basically let's quickly touch upon yeah what other people told you and then what i told you yeah not in a big-headed way but i remember yeah. you told me that other people said yeah everyone i think everyone i understand why like loads of people, not slaying anyone at all, but loads of other people, and it was family, it was obviously like parents, it was loads of people, um, and other PTs and stuff in the industry, which is which is right, right saying. Like, when yeah, you think about yeah, it, they're yeah. all sort of saying like, you need to go to a gym, otherwise you're gonna be screwed. You're gonna earn no money. You're gonna earn you're no profit in your first clients. year. You're not gonna get any clients. I was just hearing all these things. Now looking back, I don't know how the hell I went against it when it was just you telling me. To be fair, yeah, I don't yeah, know how it's mad, it's mad to be fair. So. So yeah, I obviously, obviously went with what you said. Yeah. I started PTing here, literally here, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and like in the evening, so I was working site at this point. So I was working in like oh, I think it was Swindon. So I was like, yeah, getting, I remember like, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's smart thinking about it. I was getting up at like I was getting up at five. Yeah. On site for seven in Swindon, and then I'd get back at half six roughly, come here, train people, then I'd go to the gym. Good night about like. On site doing what quickly? Labor. Yeah, labouring. Yeah, labouring. Still with my uncle. Um, and yeah, so I, Matt, to, to think about it now, it seems mad because it's obviously crazy. We, we like we work, we still work decent hours, but nothing like that. And obviously, prioritize sleep and yeah, stuff prioritize like. sleep. We both track our sleep and all those sort of metrics and stuff. But it's mad to think back that like sometimes I have a day now where I'll be like, oh, I've got quite a lot on, I'm tired, or and I'll think back and I'll be like, but I used to get up at five and get in bed at midnight and get back up at five again. And going back to the book, The Miracle Morning. I remember it sort of oh, yeah, this is... because of that book you had the the mindset oh, towards it like it yeah. didn't matter. Yeah, honestly, I, that was weird, wasn't it? Remember, yeah. I would I'd get up at five. Yeah. And I'd be texting you and be like, I feel sick. Like, I remember I'd get on I get on site. This is the mentality switch. It's sick thinking about it. 
I'd get on site, I remember every time, about half six, seven, when I got on site, I would see the sunrise usually. Yeah, yeah. And I remember it was like, it sounds weird, but it was like euphoric, because like, everything was coming true kind of thing, like, yeah. what you telling me to visualise. And like, I just weird, I'd see like a blue sky, and I'd be on site. I'd be on site, I hated it there. I had, there was some good band there, but I, I did hate it. Yeah. But like, everything was coming true, I was getting busy, I was getting busier. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, I started building up the gym at home, which we're going to. And it's just like that mindset switch, just because I had every morning, I was getting like four or five hours sleep, so I was going to the gym after PT, I was trying to train myself as well. But it didn't matter because I was like living for what I enjoyed. And I knew yeah. that the more I tried, the more I'd be able to ditch the jobs in. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we both went through that first, I'd say what, 12 months like of graft? Yeah, well, we went maybe. stupid hours and not sleeping, basically. Yeah, we both done that and we were still fitting time for, for us training. And going back to what you just said, we didn't mind that because we saw sort of like a light at the end of the tunnel in regards to our, our own business yeah. and it was all to progress that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good that you said that to be fair. So you're at, at on site yeah. and then what happened next? Yeah, so I'm on site. Everything was getting a little bit busier. Like, well, it wasn't busy for me. I was PTing here, you were PTing, you were very busy. So I was fitting in where I could. Yeah. Got a couple of clients. Um, and then we obviously signed with kind of the idea to, we basically... I don't know if we were sitting there on a walk, but he was basically like, well, if I can get my own space near where I live, why can't I start kind of thing? You were like, you need to be able to get your own space kind of thing. Like, you don't want to go to a gym again. I don't want to go to a gym. Yeah. And what did I do? I still took an interview at Pure, didn't I? Yeah, I, I remember I that. Still, yeah, like, yeah, I remember that. I was still kind of like, not behind your back. I told you, you knew. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, still I knew, a bit yeah. worried. I was still like, this hasn't... You did need to take that as well. You thought about it, didn't you? I don't, yeah, you, I nearly took it. Yeah, thought, yeah I nearly took that. it. Because, um, yeah, I, Got the job at Pure, didn't I? So I went for an interview at Pure anyway. This was about around this time, two years ago, New Year's Eve, roughly. Yeah, two years ago, yeah. yeah. I think it was New Year's Eve. So I, I had an interview at Pure, they offered me the job. And then, so I had this thing of, we were building a little gym at mine, converting the garage. Obviously, look, what, actually PT in that. Yeah. Um, and it was like, God, my dad's trying so hard to build this gym, fair place to him. Like, he's been sick to me, my mum and dad, um, grafting. And he, he sort of like revamped the, the garage for me and helped me PT in there. I bought the equipment and got that. And it was at the stage where I was nearly ready to start on my own, wasn't I, at home, PT, yeah. and transfer all my clients from here to home. Yeah. And then, oh, the camera stops. Do you want to do that? I'll just do that. Yeah, go Yeah, so I was almost at the stage of transferring all my clients from here to home, wasn't I? And then obviously I got off the job at Pure. Um, and that was quite a hard one as well because first of all I knew quite a lot of them in there yeah. the PTs which are legends they were nice and also the people so I knew a lot of them in there and it yeah. was I think that made it tougher for me as I said before me worrying about what people think and stuff yeah. I, was, I didn't like saying no did I? nah um, which obviously you have to say no yeah. but anyway I did it was because of you you persuaded me like you do not need a gym um I think even my parents, my brother always believed in me, but even my parents at this point, obviously they're thinking it's a bit weird or I didn't want to go to a gym, I want to do it from home. Yeah. But I think even at this point, they were like, oh, he's picked up a couple of clients, like maybe this is a little bit. It started to make sense to them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they started to make sense. And at first, even when I started paying you, like, fair play to them, my mum and dad were a bit like, yeah. they, didn't, I, I can't, they didn't really go, they got mad. My dad was yeah. a bit like, why are you paying them? But, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. My dad always done everything for me, and they both do, my parents are sick. They, and they always will be, but like they were a bit confused while I was paying you quite a large chunk of money every month to tell me what. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, they're literally confused. They were confused why I dropped out of uni but paid you to learn. And to them, you were like, what were you, 21? 
yeah, 21. Yeah, to, to them, you were just a 21-year-old. They didn't really know much about you or what yeah. you were doing or anything, really. Yeah. Um, to an outsider, it probably would seem have been a little bit, bit nuts. weird. Like, I was meeting up with this guy. Like, that's not weird. Yeah, I was some guy I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And he was telling me to do all these business things, read all these books and stuff, um, and telling me to reject a job at a, a massive mainstream gym, your gym. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah, not weird when you think about it like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It was kind of like a little career path I had, but then it was like, you like, no. Yeah, and I think one of the first things I taught you was how important investing in yourself actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously you, you invested in yourself in me before I even taught you that, but then I, I sort of, I, I made it even clearer that yeah, it's, it's very important. Like, yeah, it's mad, because I think I knew it was important because I followed email and people like that. Because yeah. obviously I wouldn't even message you if I didn't. If I didn't, I always have, luckily I don't really want to know from, but I've always had that mindset to, I wouldn't care paying someone else. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously I paid you yeah. to get me, but you did drill that into me a lot more. That the more you, it doesn't. It kind of shortcuts the process in effect, doesn't it? Really, if you learn from someone who's already done it, you're gonna get better at it quicker. Yeah, one hundred percent. Sounds so simple, but people don't like paying for it. Yeah. So basically, in regards to the uh, the investing in yourself thing, like Warren Buffett, obviously one of the best investors. Well, if not the best investor in the world, he actually says that. The, uh, the best investment you can make is in yourself. So before you invest in, in a business yeah. or stocks and shares or a property, you want to invest in yourself and get that knowledge to then get to the next level quicker, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then yeah. once you're at that next level, you're in a better position, then you can look at putting money elsewhere. But yeah, yeah. the best investment you can make is in yourself. 100%, um, yeah, sorry. So yeah, what was I doing? I was, I was, I was on site. That happens, um, and then obviously it's been January, so I'm still, so I'm on site at this point. I rejected the job at Pure. Yeah. I rejected it. I've gone at home, started. So obviously you're still mentoring me, but I'm at home PTing now, which is like a dream. Yeah. Um, and then it came to the point where I was getting busy. I saw I was, I was working on site five days a week, wasn't I? So I was doing that that mad five a.m. till midnight, wherever it was, not seeing really anyone, trying to go out as much as I could on a Friday night when I was. Yeah, and again, this is another point. I remember I'd be phoning like a couple of my mates on the way home, just trying to drag people out because again, I was just like not down. I was in such a buzz, but I was just so destroyed from the week. Just wanted to let go a little bit, yeah. and I did. And I think it was, your, it was also your age. Like how old? Yeah, how old were you at that? As eighteen. Eighteen. So 18, yeah. standard eighteen. I'd want to go yeah, out. Yeah, I did. Weekend, no like, matter how much I was grafting, I still didn't want to go out and get a piss. Yeah, which is like understandable yeah. and funny oh, I do think this sounds stupid but I talk to Harvey about this a lot I do think this helped me socialising with people I would go out people would be like oh we're doing this yeah, and I'd client. build confidence yeah, yeah. and I'd get clients and yeah. it sounds stupid but and again and, and relatable as well people would be like we go to gym he's training people he's getting results but he's getting pissed on a Friday yeah, yeah it's that balance yeah and I think that did it sounds weird but it really did help me rather than being this weirdo gym freak who didn't really do anything didn't have a social life yeah people saw that and then wanted to approach you and obviously saw how friendly you were on a night out and then obviously yeah I guess probably helped yeah it's sort of like again we've spoken about this but how many people that have like said to us or we've heard that like oh I was thinking about messaging you for ages yeah, about starting on a night out yeah on a night out like after a drink and it's like why don't you just message us like <laughs> if, if you like we're not like we're yeah, it, it yeah. Just, just message us like we're, we're not gonna like yeah. turn around and be like no do you yeah. know what I mean or, or be like shitty about it I like, just yeah it's mad I still get that now people, I think people I think it's confident I don't know what it is and I feel like us going out and stuff it does make you more approachable definitely because yeah, you're not this like um, I don't know 
and like this, this weird thing that you never, no one ever sees yeah. you when you eat chicken and rice all day because you're just not like that, especially yeah. not with me. <laughs> yeah, especially not with you. Um, all right, so you, you're at on site, no, yeah, at a weekend going out, and then obviously you were transitioning, so was yeah, it fitness so, superstore next? Yeah, so I got busier, um, and I literally, it, it was at the point where, again, even the boys on site, they were sick, got on with them really well, it was my uncle's company, so I was the guys he employed, they, they were sick, they were legends, a lot of banner on site, but they were even telling me like, well, if you leave, like, yeah, you're doing, like, I don't know what, I was doing 20, 25 PTs a week at that point, yeah. and it got to the point where obviously I was done, like, I was done. I needed to leave, I was screwed. It was either cap my PT, wasn't it? Yeah. Or leave and get another job. And then obviously, you helped me get, you basically helped me get into, you went to Pete. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So I got a job at Fitness Superstore. So weird. We, well, I touched upon the last episode and then I ended up, I remember I was in Bath at this point, like on some weekend away or something. And oh, okay. I think I called Peter, my old manager, shouts to Pete. And, um, Legend. He, uh, I basically just said, oh, can you, can you give this, this guy a job? Basically, <laughs> basically just said that. And I had a really good relationship with Pete and he was like, sort of like, yeah, sure. Like just get him to, get him to come in like for an interview. And yeah, I think he went in and he was pretty much straight away. just like, oh, you've got it. Yeah. He was, he's legend. Obviously we like, do you know what I mean? He's sick. Like I went for the interview, don't get me wrong. Obviously, try to dress up smart and do all the, do all the bits and yeah. pass the tests and that. But, um, yeah, he basically was, he helped me a lot. And obviously, after that, he did tell me when I got to know him a bit more that you, you, you I knew you called him because you told me. Yeah. But he did be like, yeah, like, you, you've got it because of Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, he's like, oh, Rage, you can come in and that. You're really nice, nice boy or whatever. He's saying that to me, but he was like, Fraser did call me first. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously, he got the job for the superstore. And that was sick because that allowed me to. PT Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, fill those days up as much as possible. Yeah. And then work at Fitness Superstore Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and I started there at the end of January. Um, and I did that up until dead on my birthday. Was it dead on your birthday? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so what was birthday, that? How many months was that? June the 14th, my birthday. So um, like five months, five months. Yeah, so five months. So obviously you're PT Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And obviously PT Thursday and Friday nights as well. And Saturdays, I think. Yeah. in between the shifts at the superstore um, and again same thing happened I loved it there it was sick um, and the one good thing I think that took from the superstore is I learned how to sell yeah um, like how to speak to people more importantly oh yeah like, again it's confidence building yeah like yeah just because everyone every day like whether you think it or not is like everyone is sort of selling themselves like if yeah. you if you meet someone tonight or tomorrow you're actually selling yourself constantly and it's not yeah. like you're trying to be liked but you always want to come across likeable yeah, yeah, yeah so i think being in that job like you said is is very important because you're around people and you have no choice but to approach people because yeah. that is your job yeah. like to approach people and to come across pleasant and smiling and to get on with them basically yeah 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 i think that's one thing luckily i was all right pete used to take the myth he used to literally say to my he'd say mate you're pretty crap at sales at the start, but people would buy this because they liked me or I got on with them, yeah. which is obviously sick. Obviously, yeah, I did take away from that job the sickest thing. Um, I met the boys there, Pete Steve, and they're sick. Um, but I obviously did take away the sales skill, which like you, you taught me very early on, sales and marketing are two of the most important things in business. Yeah, definitely. If you can't market yourself, and if you can't sell when you get those those, those leads, yeah. then you're not going to you're not really going to be the best PT in the world. Yeah, literally, you could be the best PT in the world, but if you don't understand sort of business in regards to marketing and sales and 
is your ability and how good you are at PTing is pointless. So yeah. without marketing, you're not going to have, like I said, the leads, potential clients, and without the sort of sales and how you come across, you're never going to get them and retain them. Yeah. Retain being an important yeah. word. Yeah, I think too many people as well going off of this think, like I did at the start, think you have to be this ridiculous bodybuilder or this girl with an unreal body. Um, well, unreal is just different for everyone. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You have to be unbelievable um, to gain clients. I think, it, like, I oh, know I can't approve that. Like, I'm, in, I'm not in unbelievable shape. I'm just in okay shape for my age. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think I proved that. I was even smaller than I am now back then. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. not in amazing shape. Yeah. And it just proved that sort of sharing my story and making content and just learning to sell and market myself mattered 10 times more than posting a picture with your top off. Yeah. Did, didn't it? Yeah, like, 100%. Yeah, and how you come across. And you got to remember people, like, people buy into into you or your, your personality story. and your story not just how you look and yeah, appear, appearance so yeah it's good to talk about that now let's uh, discuss so you messaged me July 2018 yeah and then how long did it take to go fully self-employed it was less than a year wasn't it yeah and how old were you 11 months yeah I dropped out of uni at 18 messaged me at 19 nah messaged you at 18 no messaged you at 19 sorry yeah, and I was self, so I dropped out uni at 18 and I went self-employed when I was 19 technically, but I was nearly 20. So yeah, we so were fully self-employed. Fully self-employed when I was, when I was 19. 19, was just yeah. before 20, just so 19 yeah. years old, which is yeah. obviously a, a massive thing. And I think a lot of a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people yeah. in general would obviously love to be in that position. So obviously yeah, it's... Yeah, that was mad. So yeah, it's mad, yeah. I've never really thought about it like that. Like yeah, 11 that's months huge. it took, didn't it? Yeah, that's um, huge. 11 months, three jobs really. Next... Um, on-site labouring and then to the superstore. And, then and all I did was really scale my hours down, didn't I? Yeah, literally, yeah. All I did was scale my hours down um, until I had enough clients and then took the jump. And again, when I took the jump, it was still like, I think people were still a bit like, not worried, but I guess it is worrying, like going self-employed, it was a bit nerve-wracking for me. But yeah. I wanted to do it, but again, I, didn't, I don't like saying no, so I didn't really want to say to Pete, oh, I'm going to leave. I'd only been there four or five months at the time I was telling them. Yeah. Um, and that was quite hard to leave. Um, but once I did leave, obviously for me it was the best thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously then I could um, invest in myself more, which I did. And then, and then you got to remember, like you got more time to put into other stuff, into yeah. other productive things, more productive things potentially. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. even though you're you're t- potentially taking a step back, so obviously your income's dropping, yeah. and it is quite a scary thing, I guess. And a lot of people, like they told me, probably told you, oh, but it's safe. Because like, yeah. obviously I was earning. Pretty good money for my agent because I had obviously PTing was really picking up. I don't know how many I was doing a week. Do you know what I mean? Probably a decent amount, probably over thirty, and I had a job for thirty hours. Yeah. So obviously for my age at nineteen years old, I probably only really well, I was only really good money. Yeah. Um, but I mean, even my mum did say you need. To, I think my mum even at the time was like, you need to get that job, like because I was just again it got to the point where even though I was only working four days a week, I was done because yeah. I was training and promoting PT and yeah, and it was busy again. Yeah. And then obviously now you're fully self-employed. What's the next sort of steps from there? So yeah, so obviously went fully self-employed. Um, next sort of steps, obviously growing everything. Um, had a bit more time for training and then investing yourself even more. So obviously I started investing myself in some courses. What courses? Um, online. So or like how much have you spent on on courses? Like let's, let's yeah. So first course. Um, so I went to a day in London. Um, I remember that. Yeah, day in London. Yeah, it was quite valuable to be fair. That was that was two hundred pound. I think I for the weekend. Yeah, now nah, yeah. just one day. One, one day. day. Okay. Um, so obviously that's nothing, nothing major. But from that day, I did also buy a course. 
um, which was 1.5k. 1.5k, okay. That was literally, that was before I quit my job. Ah, okay. That's before actually. Um, so I'd done, I'd done that. And again on that day, they were telling me like, you were pretty much, why are you still at the job? Yeah. It was all these people being Go like, all in, yeah, all the people like entrepreneurs and people, like with your mindset, were, were like, why are you at the job? If yeah. you had 38 more hours free, why, why the hell are you at the job? You've yeah. done it right, you've built it up, and now you should leave. Yeah. And it, that was a scary point for me. I was like, oh God, I've been at the shop three months, they want me to leave. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've done that course, that's one and a half grand. Obviously, that did help me and pick me up, obviously you were still mentoring me. And then the year after that, um, then obviously I was earning more and I took bigger leaps. It was like, the more you invest in yourself, the, the more you're gonna return. Yeah. Um, and that's this year, it comes to this year, the 2020. Yeah, 2020, so. Um, and yeah, that next course was hefty. That was six grand. Six. So again, to, even to me, like it does sound, it sounds like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But then um, we don't look at it like it's a lot of money because we understand that it's getting you to the next, yeah, next level. Yeah, I think as well as putting pressure on yourself, like even though I was earning good money for my age, six grand is still a lot of money, whether you're earning six yeah, well, yeah, or not. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't know these sort of things. Like no one knows, really. I think nah. my brother like, my parents no. don't ask them that, they wouldn't. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, I feel like from the outside, people think, oh, he's doing all right, he's got a car, or he's got this, or he's got that. Whereas, for me, I was putting myself in so many risky, kind of risky situations yeah. that paid off. Not stupid risky, don't get me wrong, I had the money. It was like calculated risk. Yeah, it was calculated risk. Like, I thought, if I spend that, but then I end, end up end, end up like earning that a month, for example, then I was paid off. Yeah. Like I've only got to take on a certain amount. I knew in my head how many people I had to take on to cap, cap, take that out. Do you get me? Um, and it paid off, didn't it? Really, 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 the courses yeah, and stuff. Yeah, of course it did. And I think whenever we both invested in ourselves, we it's always always paid off. Apart from like maybe one time when I, I touched on last time, I, I had a bit of a bad experience with a mentor. But every every other time, it's it's definitely paid off. Paid off, yeah. And obviously, what's next? This year, so this year, yes, obviously I got that course this year. That really helped me scale, it did help me scale. Um, and we both, obviously coronavirus came, but that's why I bought the course as well. Again, I think everyone was, obviously of course you're gonna be in a little bit down, all this is happening, it's a bit like worrying when in person PT stops. That course was primarily based of loads of different marketing and sales tactics and things like that, of how to get our message out and get, get your message clients. out online. And, yeah. and in, in, in effect, charge more for your service, learn more about it, be a better coach, all these sort of things, not just sales and marketing, and it did pay off. I could obviously I'm charging a better price. I was undervaluing myself, I would say. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. I, would, I would say it's you, wouldn't I? You'd be yeah. like, what? You, like, why are you charging that? Why are you doing that? Do you know yeah. what I mean? You, you, you don't want to you don't want to charge really cheap money because you're you're worth more than that. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, I feel like a lot of people yeah. when they start maybe probably do go too to, yeah. too little. Yeah, and it's a confidence building thing. Like you yeah, start definitely. low and then yeah. gradually bring it up. The more transformations you get, and then you sort of. Then you are, not, not in a big-headed way, but you, you understand that your ability to do something is better, therefore you can yeah. charge more. And at first, I feel like when people come to you, like a personal trader will probably relate, when people come to you and you say a price and they say no, at first, or they might say no, but at first, you're a bit like, oh. like, because if you're self-employed, you can change your prices, so there's no two ways about yeah. it. But then you get to a point where, like you're saying, not in a cocky way, but you know you're worth that price, you know you can transform their body, you know your value. So yeah. it's almost like if they say no, that's totally fine. Just can't when you can when you can afford that, or when you when you when you sort of uh, value that more in yeah. your life, um, then come back and you're, you're yeah. good to go. Yeah, yeah. just give me a message. And we'll yeah, drop me a message and we, as long as got space, you're back in. So the six K course, and then on to the next one. Uh, that was as in courses. 
uh, like obviously the next stage obviously you've scaled now and then yeah, I think scaled it's now. Cool. So that when it, that, that helped me scale a lot more into online training. Um, so obviously like in person we both we both learned in terms of math capacities. Even though even though there was COVID and stuff, we both been virtual PTs. Um, and you're still at math capacity there when you're when you're obviously doing so many in person PTs. Again, you do get to that point. It's a constant effect where you're drained. Yeah, yeah, and you've only got so much time in the day. Yeah, and you want to help as many people as you can, but exactly. because there's only 24 hours and you do need to sleep and eat and we still want to train then obviously you need to do something there's different. a point yeah to expand yeah. your business and help more people you need to go online yeah yeah go online well. or do something where you can scale a bit better and you can help more people yeah. so um so obviously you've done a course you now scaled and then would you say the next sort of point was the because obviously you bought that investing it was like quite recently you got the yeah investing so now obviously we both kind of learned in terms of like a i guess like an entrepreneur aspect like Again, you, you sort of uh, sort of taught me in a way about like we both looked into it. We both look up. Obviously, we all go through courses and stuff, and we split courses in terms of like making your money, making work money, you. yeah, yeah, like making your money work for you, which we both are doing and want to do, and it's sort of the next step kind of thing, isn't it? Do yeah. you know what I mean? And we understand how sort of important that is. Yeah, we understand how important that is to obviously get to the next level, um, just in life and in general. See, if you want if you want to help more people, you've got to make things not automated, but I mean like. You've got to be able to take put people. systems in place. Yeah, you've got to, that's exactly that. Put systems um, in place, which obviously again people don't look, but people don't look at. Yeah. They just see you coaching those people, and they don't see that you've done this or bought this course or learned this from this person or invested in yourself this much. Or, do you know what I mean? They don't. They don't see these things. That's why I think the podcast is sick because people actually realise, and it's not a braggy thing. It's not oh I spent this on this. It doesn't matter what you spend. Yeah. All you've got to know is that you've done it in the right place, and it's returned you. Your return on investment is going to be big if you yeah. implement it. If you take action, yeah, because learning without execution is useless. Yeah, um, that's that's huge. Hundred um, percent. Um, that's very important. But uh, yeah, so obviously we've obviously split the investing course. We then split a business course this year. Yeah. And then in regards to how much you've actually sort of spent this year on courses, then that what does that tally up to? Two point two point eight. Nah, eight point eight. Okay. Oh, I didn't even think of yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't even think of that either. So is that this course? Did you do the weekend this year? No, the weekend was last year, so yeah. So six. it's 8.8. Um, the other one I'm doing the minute as well. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, so probably, like, maybe. Yeah, probably, probably five figures, maybe. Yeah, maybe. God, I haven't even thought that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually mad, weird yeah. talk about that. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's scary, but obviously... Because we never even discussed off. that before. Yeah, we, we didn't discuss that before. We just buy courses and invest in ourselves and we don't even think about it. We just do it. Yeah, I think... That was one thing I thought, not, not addicted to, but I, I like learning yeah, yeah. and like reading. Like I would never hesitate to buy a book. So in my head, if I, if I would never hesitate to buy a book, why would I hesitate to pay someone who's done what I want to do and reap rewards quicker? Yeah, yeah. And not monetary rewards, like living the life I want to live. Yeah, free, time freedom. freedom. My, like Obviously, financial freedom would be nice. But yeah, as long as we're sort of helping more people and growing that way, then because all... All money is is just like a byproduct of helping more people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So money is a, I think it, money is a byproduct of a of a service of product and basically scaling. So yeah, as yeah. long as, as long as our, our focus is helping people, and the more people we help and the more value we offer, then in return, it's like you you give and you offer value, and then in return, obviously, you you, you, yeah, you you receive. Yeah. And um, so yeah, in terms of investing yourself, it's been a big year. I haven't really thought of it like that, but. I feel like as well, it's like a picture on the sport a bit, even COVID this year, like we both had our best year, 
Um, and I think it's pressure again. I, I, I think some of it's pressure. Like we both obviously were very com- we're, we're comfortable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we were both comfortable for COVID. We were both getting very very busy. Both probably at mass capacity in terms of in person PTs. Yeah. Um, and it both pushed us to look into making your money, make your money, and smarter things like that, and all the sort of things which we're learning now. Both for both of us, quite a young age, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, so obviously I'm still like twenty one. Twenty one, yeah. Um, and then so obviously you've bought that course, and now we're sort of at this point right now, going into twenty twenty one. Is there anything else you want to touch upon before we finish, or would you say that's everything? Cool. I think that's. I think that's. I'd say that's, that's everything. everything. Yeah, I feel, like in terms of, I feel like we've. Yeah, I think everything. Yeah, just. The big one is just the self doubt. I think in terms of myself. Yeah, yeah, I think one million percent. Like, I don't really like saying it because it sounds like I'm I'm bigger myself up. But I think when I first met you, you're a completely yeah, different nah, person to I'm now. Right, like completely right. different. Yeah. Just even like the way like your body language and stuff, and you the yeah, way you are yeah, around yeah. people. It's just, and it's nice. It's going back to what we said. Like, obviously, we want to help people. And it's rewarding. Like it's nice for me to see that how far you've come. Yeah, nice. Like, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice feeling, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's nice. But then, if you didn't say that jump and you didn't invest in yeah, yourself, yeah, start taking action. Yeah, like, going back to it, I don't actually. It's, it's a bit crazy. I don't know the balls to do. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like, I didn't even touch on that when it's my own craft. Yeah, I didn't even have. Yeah, my, yeah. So yeah, Charlie, pay you. you and it's your. I had a uni overdraft. So when you go to uni, you do get an overdraft. You um, use if that, you, if you want didn't you? To, um, yes, I use that because obviously at uni you're not on my, you're not. Do you know what I mean? I'm on that will help me at uni. I was still working at uni, but you didn't have much money. There's so many outgoings and yeah. stuff you're paying for and, and all that there. And coming back to that as well, we haven't even mentioned that in terms of just quickly. But yeah, spending money on those courses, people are gonna be like, oh, okay, people will be like stupid and stuff. And if you told them that before you've done it and it hadn't returned anything, it is stupid. And don't get me wrong, it could be a risk. But like, I would have been in like forty grand a debt coming out of uni. And if you look on return on investment, I would not be earning what I'm earning now. And I've not spent 40 grand on courses. No. So, like, if you think about it like that, it, I've spent nothing. No, and going back to what you said in the last episode, like, you'll learn enough people that have done what you want to do, not teachers, like... Yeah, who maybe have Business teachers who haven't run a business. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, that's the big one. And I, I forgot to mention that in the first episode, actually, that... I obviously got that credit card out and went into debt as well. But before we finish, lastly, so you, I'll quickly touch upon this. So you get good debt and you get bad debt. Bad debt would be, say, in the car finance and yeah, something that's yeah, yeah. just going to depreciate and it's, it's, it's a negative debt. It's not getting you to progress or getting you to the next level. And then you get good debt, which me and you have Horses. done, where we I use my credit card to buy some of the gym equipment in here when I didn't have enough money because yeah. now I can train people and that's getting me to the next level. So that's good debt. So good yeah. debt, bad debt being like a car or something that you don't really need. Yeah, it's not it is positive. really necessary. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one thing I've never learned massively as well, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. Read Rich Dad Poor Dad if you don't know yeah. about financial liter- literacy. So it's cool. Yeah. Because again, we learn about literally what's good debt and what's bad debt. Yeah. And it's good to learn at such a young age. And I highly recommend anyone listening to this reads that book. Yeah, because as well, like obviously we train loads of young people and I've had... Loads of people come in and be like, oh my god, I've saved up for a first car or like something like that. And I'm like, you don't want it, you don't, you don't get into some people's lives, you don't tell them where to spend their money, what to do. But I try and help people and be like, oh, I read, I'll read this book, I'll read this book because like, it might be smarter not to put yeah. all that money there when it could be making you money over there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many things obviously we can go into a future podcast that 
We probably yeah, learned from books and stuff like all that. In the future podcast, right? Really young, yeah. I feel like we've covered quite a bit today. So yeah, yeah. It's been a good one, definitely. But um, yeah, mate, very good story. Obviously, would you say that's everything? Yeah, definitely. Up to now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up here. Yeah, definitely. So, in regards to what YouTube subscribe. Yeah. So make sure so if you're watching on YouTube. Um, make sure to subscribe, like, and comment. And obviously, if you're on Spotify or any other platform, Apple Music, um, make sure to follow and subscribe.